0: These 15 people yeah. are, like, going to forever be a part of, like, the best travel experience of my life. Yes. You know what I mean? So these people hold such a big piece of my heart. <laughs> Hi, this is Shannon. And Kristen, and are better known as <laughs> the Vogel Twins! Yay! Woohoo! Ah! <laughs> uh, Today's episode, I am so excited to get into. I know. Because here's the thing we haven't done an episode, you and me. I mean, we have twin talks. Yeah, we have twin talks. But they're the bite sized travel stories. Yes. Today, we're giving you guys a little special edition yes. of Peru. Woohoo! So, if you guys haven't heard already, I highly recommend listening to the previous episode with mm-hmm. Barul Coque Coque about. Um, our trip to Peru, about the excursion, I should say, uh, with the Alpaca expedition. Exactly. And we do a four-day trek to Machu Picchu. Literally our dream. And we've done it. Yeah, officially, we're sitting here today, have finished the Inca Trail. Which is insane to think about just this past year, and even when we record this episode, thinking about What we were going to be going through And I'm so excited today to share that experience with you all today I know It just kind of blows my mind to think about like a year ago We kind of started training for this A lot of people don't know that Because we didn't really like highlight it as much But we really did train a lot Because I was kind of anxious about like you know Certain things that were kind of told to us beforehand about the trek. Like, for one thing, altitude. Yeah. Like, you know, like, that's something that's, like, really difficult to train for, to be fair, you, you know? You can't train for it. No, I mean, unless you get, like, I don't know, like, special equipment. Well, but... I actually did look into that out yeah. of curiosity. I was like, how do you, like, you know, train, train for an altitude sickness? And I am not kidding you. They were, like... Bane masks. like You know the Batman Yes, yes Batman yes, yes. Like yeah. the Dark Knight series Yes There was like Bane masks That you can wear While you work out And I was like I will look like I'm like I just would look so creepy Like I I'd rather know. do that In the privacy of my home But I Regardless, I was like, when I walk, when I run, I'm in public, <laughs> not wearing a Bane mask, especially when it's not Halloween. <laughs> true, true. But that's the thing, though. So because we decided not to do, go for the Bane mask, we ended up just training, like, you know, just building up our endurance again. Because to be fair, the pandemic has really ruined my workout regime. Like, yeah. I would say I haven't really worked out the way that I used to, so I felt really out of shape. And I was really nervous about doing this hike, so I was like, you know... I'm not, like, super out of shape, but I know I wasn't – I'm not in shape for, like, Inca Trail shape, you know? Yeah. But you know what I will say, which I didn't really believe, and I'm definitely ahead of myself with yes. this, is that Raul in our episode – granted, I'm not going to do any spoilers in this episode yeah, you if you definitely haven't listened, listened to already, the previous one. But he actually recommended, which isn't anything crazy, he goes – the best way to get your endurance up is just walk a lot. All the time. And I really took that to heart. Like, I was like, all right, I'm just going to walk today. If I didn't feel like doing an intense workout, I'm like, yeah. I feel like doing some of the walk, like all the just walking, walking we did really did help me. And I know that sounds so simple, yeah. but it was, if anything, just to give a testament to us. That worked. You know yeah, what I Yeah, mean? no, like, I felt pretty good. W- I felt pretty good. But I also think the biggest thing and the he- mm. biggest tip that was outside of um because uh, this was – granted, we did a lot of research beforehand. Yeah, of course, yeah. But the biggest tip was altitude sickness medicine. Yo. That – i genuinely believe was the biggest reason we were able to enjoy peru overall because, well yeah cusco yeah well, that's yeah. the biggest part with the altitude for sure exactly because here's the thing when we were in peru so many people oh my were god like so sick so sick and like, was... i did not relate at all like i was like i was like people were like walking 10 steps and like genuinely heavy breathing and they were like having a hard time I'm sitting here like I have no idea what you're feeling like. I just felt so bad because there were people who were just, like, hysterical crying. Because they were so so much pain. That's what I'm saying. They have headaches. It was so painful. And I just... Again, I could not relate because I was just like I'm looking at you throughout this whole thing, like, being like, like are, good? "Are the is it is it like were we just are we God's favorite? <laughs> like, are we chosen or is this really the medicine working? Of it's medicine. I, I'm joking. Yeah. I'm like half joking. I really felt it's like, damn, like this really worked out, you know, yeah. like our good travel juju, but also our research, you know. And yeah. here's the thing, too. Actually, on a total travel tip note, mm-hmm. before we get into this Inca Trail, because I know yeah. we're going a side rant right here, but people do mistake. Motion sickness medicine for altitude sickness medicine. So it's not that people don't know about this medicine. They might get prescribed the wrong one. Yeah. So that wasn't prescribed, I'd say. It's like people don't realize you have to get it prescribed. Like, I could just go to a CVS and get altitude medicine. You actually have to go to a doctor. We called. We had to call to be like, hey, we're going to Peru and we're gonna be in high altitude. Can we get the altitude medicine? And they were fine with it. That we pretty much got it prescribed. But I got actually very funny story. The reason why we even knew this— like, granted, we would have found this in research, not that we wouldn't have. But what prompted us to definitely get the medicine was that actually, thank you, Bumble, shout out, Bumble, Bumble, shout out. Um, I ended up matching with this like travel doctor that like went to Peru. Like I noticed on his photo, he went to Wachina, which is a place we were going to. And I was like, oh my god, are you going to like? Have you been to Peru? Like, can I get some? tips and he said he goes a thousand percent get altitude medicine but you have to take it a week before you go to Cusco yeah so the medicine pretty much is like you take it for seven days straight and when you get to Cusco you should be fine like you shouldn't have to take anymore which to our testament, it worked totally fine. Yeah. Like, thank you, random dude on Bumble. <laughs> thank you. Didn't work out. Didn't but work out. The but medicine, the did, medicine but, did. Thanks. The medicine did. But something that they didn't say, because granted, there's always, and you have to be really careful when you get prescribed medicine. Yes. They're going to be asking you a million questions. Yeah. I was fine, but the only thing that I felt from the medicine, oh yeah. which was crazy because at first I was like, is this like a thing in Cusco? Like, is it just because of the high altitude? But it's actually the effects of medicine. My fingers? Fingertips. My fingertips were, like, felt like they got electrocuted. Like, they were, I were like, like, tingly. Tingly. Like, I felt like I, like, touched a cord, you know, when you get, like, that Like, zip. A little bit, like But it, I yeah. felt like a little zinger. I was like, wow, like, this is weird. But it wasn't annoying where I, I was, like, distracted by it. It would just hit me here and there where I would, like, giggle where I was like, what the hell's going on with my fingertips? Did not know that until having a conversation with someone else about their altitude sickness medicine. And they're like, oh, yeah, no, that's a side effect. And I was like... Will I have superpowers? <laughs> yeah, like, am I now have like this ability? Like, what's going on here? But it was, it is common and it's nothing to be afraid of. But th- that was honestly so interesting to me. But yeah. like, walking in, those are definitely our biggest concerns. Like, yeah. am I able to, you know, do this hike with the endurance I have currently? Yeah. How am I going to combat altitude sickness? Which we kind of already admitted that the yeah. medicine worked like a charm. But definitely consult with your doctor because they did Absolutely. like say, like, if you have like heart issues and other stuff, like, you can't have it. And the third biggest issue, or not issue, but maybe concern, I should say, Mm -hmm. is that, like, I have never really camped. Like that. And yeah. it's not that I've never wanted to. I just never, it, it, I like never more than a quick... day. More than yeah. a day. I've never really camped more than a day or done a camping trip. Like we've done it once, and that's a story to the grave. <laughs> and that is never being repeated on here. With that experience in mind, I've never done anything expansive like yeah. that. So I was like going in as a first timer. Like I'm a hiker enthusiast, yes. but I wouldn't say hiking is a lifestyle of mine. Like yeah. the terrain that I live around is much Very flatter. Flat- it's not you know above sea level like machu picchu so i'm walking in i feel like a baby deer like yes. it's just like i'm walking for the first time in this big huge excursion yeah. that like is not beginner friendly to be totally honest like and i am somewhat of a beginner i'm definitely in shape i definitely yeah. have the you know enthusiasm to do it yeah. but, but also physically, to give... who knows i know but we also just to give in mind as well we do hike the adirondacks which is a little bit i would say of like Beginner to medium, depending on which which one you do, which trail that you do. So we do have like a little bit of a hiking background. I want to say like we only do like trails. Oh no, no, but I'm just saying like I know that there's certain people who like climb like you know Mount Kilimanjaro. You know that's what I that that in my head before going in, I was worried I wouldn't be able to like do it. I'm just talking about the concerns before walking in. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I was nervous. Like when you really grapple with this is four days. Like you can't like you know in the mountains. Again, like, there's wild animals out there. Like, it's not New York. (laughs) Like, do you know what I mean? Like, there's wild animals in New York. But this is, like, we're in South America right now. Like, it is out of our comfort zone completely. But I am still excited. I have done all my research. I feel like I've prepared as best as I can. Yeah. Which is, you know, keep up the endurance. Do my research on what, like, you know, you have to do for the altitude. And, you know, when it came to the camping stuff, I actually looked up a lot of blogs. Yeah. And I looked up, like, items to make it not even just comfortable, but, like, what are the safety precautions, you know? Like, it's going to get dark, you know? Get a headlamp or, like, bug spray or, you know... Honestly, actually, one of my favorite tips for whatever the reason, I'm so glad you, like, thought of it, or, like, not even thought of it, but when you did the research, was bringing, like, sandals. Yeah. You know? Like, it's, like, wild. I know that sounds so stupid and so simple, but, like, in reality, after you've hiked, like, fucking... to 10 miles a day you want to take off your hiking shoes yeah and I know that sounds so silly because granted I will say when you're packing for the Inca Trail you really have to be minimal like it's not even a joke like it's like it is weight distributed since like you know you're carrying things the porters are carrying things like you have to be very mindful but genuinely bringing like an extra pair of like we brought like Tevas Tevas however you say I don't even know how to say it but I love those shoes but I love those sandals and we brought that to be able to take our shoes off and wear that around the campsite. But we were also such dweebs, and we wore, like, very thick wool socks with it because freezing yeah, up it there. is cold. It's, it's cold. It's cold. So, Granted, it's like, this is, to give context, this is uh middle of September. So, like, like I mean, I don't know if their it's, winter it's, it's their winter season. So that means it's going to be cold, and it was. Yeah. But another tip that I also love is we had – it's called a bladder with your backpacks when you're oh, hiking, yeah, yeah. which is amazing. But when you're in the campsite, you don't want to carry your bladder around, no. like, the backpack. So I got a collapsible water bottle, filled it with water, and I use it. So when, you're just walking it. Around, so when yeah. I'm walking around, I got my water. what like I also like use it for brushing my teeth, washing my face. And the water is not safe there. So like, yeah. and they do have filtered. Like the alpaca expeditions yeah. has a lot of things for you. So you do have some comfort level there, but yeah. it's always really good to be safe. And I will say this just preemptively right now: Chris and I made an Amazon storefront of all the things that we yeah. did during this hike. All. The items that we thought were super – like, literally, no, I've it used was... every item. Like, this isn't, like – this isn't sponsored, obviously. No. Like, I did all the research on the items that I felt was really necessity for the both of us. Every single thing was amazing. No, no, no. By like, the end of the trip, I was, like – Killed like, it! Thank God I did the research I did because it made it much more comfortable and I felt a way more at ease because I knew what to anticipate because of the blogs that you know looked into. So yeah, these items Chris and I have like linked on our Amazon storefront for it's it's called I think the Peru Inca, Inca Trail, trail yeah, yeah. um item list. So if you're interested in even hiking camping for like longer periods of time or even for a night, honestly I think these items I thought were they were great. great. I love so it. I have all these kinds of really fun tips and tricks in there. And we'll put the link in uh the, the bio or you know the description yeah. of this episode. That way you, if you need to find it, you have it. Exactly. And now, guys, what we've all been waiting for. How did we survive four days? Yeah, hiking it? The- what, is our what, what are your thoughts? What are my thoughts? So, what I had to say is what I loved about Alpaca Expeditions was like the day before actually our four-day hike, they kind of break down the hike for you, which I yeah. thought was like really nice. Kind of like put your mind at ease to be like, hey, this is what to expect. And they also kind of give you an idea of, like, what to pack as well, just in case if, like, people, like, need that sort of context. But what's kind of funny about, I would say, like, the day before was that Shannon and I were being super ambitious, and we ended up going to the Sacred Valley that day. And because of that, though, we ran a little late to – I did. I did feel really bad because, honestly, Shannon and I are, like, super punctual, and I, like, hate being that person, you know? Yeah. And I thought we were going to make it on time, to be fair. Like, I didn't think that we were going to be running late. But, unfortunately, we did. And because of that – like, when we arrived, like, everyone was already sitting there. So I'm sitting here, like, we didn't get to, like, talk to anyone or, like, get to be, like, in a vibe of who yeah. our group is yet. Like I was anxious because, like, it was, like, dead quiet. Yeah. And I was, like, oh, shit. We've already, like, started on a bad note. Yeah. And, like, we're those people. like Yeah. Shit, and, like, we stand out because we're the twins. I was, like, oh, God, we're going to look like antisocial biatches, you know? No. Because, no. well, I mean, like, we walk in, it was, like, dead silent. And I was, like, oh, no. Like, I was, like, I hope – like, I, because, you know – you walk in, you realize like you. I want to make friends with everyone, like yeah, that's always my yeah. really goal. Cool. And I felt so bad that we started off on the wrong foot. Like yeah, I felt they bad were that already like talking about like yeah the the like the hike itself or whatever that. So like they had to like redo it for us, you know, because we got there late. But in our defense, there's another group of. Thank people. God it Thank wasn't just us. It wasn't just us. Like two or three minutes after us, like another group of three like came by yeah. like after us, which made me feel like yeah fuck yeah it's not just us it's like it's not just know. us. Well, it made me feel at ease because I like didn't know again I couldn't gauge the group because we we didn't didn't get in there and we haven't talked to everybody and everyone was already having banter with one another so I was like shit shit like damn like I gotta I gotta find a way to mingle because I really wanted to but like and then I go default looking at you like hi sister (laughs) (laughs) because I like didn't know because I was just so socially awkward because I was just I was so excited for the trip I really wanted to make friends and then I was like anxiously on the wrong footy of going yeah. footing going late. And it's hard but it's all in my head though. No, I yeah, know I was that. gonna say it's all in because to be fair too, like this day or like, you know, the day before the trek, like it really is meant to like kind of have a breakdown. So no one's really like having like super conversation. They're like really focused on our guy, Joel who did honestly an amazing job just breaking everything down. It made me feel a lot better kind of what we had packed and what we thought about. Like I feel like he reassured us, I was like, okay, I have everything. Yeah. Except for actually we did need to get uh, hat and gloves. Do you remember that? Oh, it was so stupid. Like, why didn't we think of I that? I didn't think about that at all. Like, and that and was so stupid. It was so awkward because, like, you know, I was actually... This is last minute. I just felt like the PTSD of, like, high school where they're, like, telling you what you need to prep for your SATs. And I was like, oh, shit. This is my nightmare. I totally forgot Forgot to get, the thing. I forgot. A hat, gloves... The minute that, like, that whole thing was over, you and we I went, went shopping. shopping. <laughs> and I think the funniest thing that I still kind of laugh at, that Shannon and I were convinced that we did not get the same hat <laughs> <Yeah. And then laughs> when we look. And I'm going a little too far right now, but it still makes me laugh thinking about it. Like I look at photos. I look at photos and I was like, Shannon, we got the same fucking hat. <laughs> because they look I, like those twins that's why can i, I laugh, just say to that like fair. i am so intentional with not trying to look that's what like i mean you. like I that's know. like it's so it, i work so hard on being like i know we look alike but i'm gonna be different or like i also want to, to help people, people. yeah and it's like all right if i was gonna buy something i hope to wear it again so when yeah. i was looking at these like these hats and these gloves i was like i would wear that you know what i mean yeah. like it's this really beautiful like deep blue and you had like a deep green or something yeah and i was like these are definitely different definitely different and we got called out at one dinner they were like do you guys like matching?" i was like no as we <laughs> were the same hat. <laughs> look at photos and i was like i feel like the silence on that answer but like- <laughs> they were like they're colorblind and they're designers <laughs> <laughs> i love uh, so hard thinking so, about they're that so stupid so now that we've like gotten all our things we needed on yes. our little checklist matching all- hat and gloves matching hat and gloves Unknowingly, <laughs> <laughs> I will say now we're gonna get into the meat of what yes. you guys are really here to tune in, yeah, which is the four days. Yeah, first day, mm-hmm. I will say, was so interesting, honestly. I really liked it. Like, Me too. What's great about I would say the day one is that already starting the day off really strong by being really early, but we actually ended up being at the porter's house. It was the, it's the porter's, if you guys do not know, again. I highly advise listening to the previous episodes since this kind of goes in way more detail. But porters are the ones that are going to be pretty much carrying most of the things that we're going to be doing hiking. We have our own day packs that'll be like, you know, our snacks, water, things that like I would like while I am hiking. But porters are going to be carrying like our, you know, sleeping bag or like things like that as we hike up this mountain. So we get to kind of experience kind of like a nice little breakfast with everyone. So this is now our opportunity to to make make some friends. friends. So we're kind of like, you know, we fucked up last night. So (laughs) so we want to make sure that this time or this morning, I should say, during this breakfast, that we're going to be making friends with the people that we're hiking with. Yeah, I'm so excited. And I will say this. I don't know. Again, I feel like ptsd of like elementary oh school, God, high school where it's like the placement of where you sit really determines your social like, skills. Yeah, especially like the yeah especially in the beginning especially in the beginning and i will say this we got a cool ass corner we did yeah. we got towards the end of the corner and i will say this i am awful at remembering names. Yes. I'm amazing at faces, yep. and I'll be like, I know you, I know your backstory, but why can't I remember your name? The and name it, associated to that face. And here's the thing, the fact that we're going to be spending four days with a group of, is it like 15? 15 including, including us, right? So that, I'm already anxious about that, thinking like, oh my god, like I need to remember these people. I need names. to remember his names. So like, all right, Shannon, let's exercise those social skills. So I'm trying to get to know people, I'm asking a few questions, do the whole like, what's your name? Hey, where are you where from? Where are you from? I'm going to give a shout-out. I'm going to give a shout-out to every single person we on this hike. On this hike. And so, I, like, people who are listening, you're going to be telling up these names. I'm going to give a whole shout-out to everybody. Yes. But I'm going to highlight some of the great conversations that we had throughout the four days. Because yeah. they entertained me, and that's what makes the hike really special to me. Yes. So we're in a corner of these, like, um, it wasn't just three, but these three people are the ones that I'm thinking of because yeah. it just made me giggle. Yeah. So these three people are from Minnesota. Yeah. They are Ron. Mm-hmm connie connie and aaron. aaron and i well at the time i didn't know their names <laughs> so i'm like where are you from and they're like minnesota and i was like oh my god my aunts from minnesota I'm trying to find a connection you yeah. know and i'm like chit-chatting with them and i kind of warned them i was like i'm not really good with names but like what's your names and they go down the list like you know yeah like ron connie aaron, aaron. and so all of a sudden i was like okay connie aaron i look at him and i'm like. fuck Fuck. i was like uh uh, it's like ron i was like i'm sorry i was like not going off to a good start like i was like ron's the easiest name name." like that's how bad i am at names and we also met this really nice couple across from us from Mm -hmm. connecticut jason and megan yes and honestly like it was just so cute because they're all parents yeah like they're actually which i do want to actually mention granted i know we just turned 30 it's like our identifier these past few episodes (laughs) but like it's all ages on this hike which really impressed me and Especially that group that we talked to in the beginning, I was honestly so impressed and floored because some of these people are my parents' age. And I'm just like, how? Like, I couldn't imagine mom and dad doing this. Do you know what I mean? So I'm, like, already, like, shit. Like, this is amazing. And, like, they're so interesting. And Mm -hmm. the one thing I really loved about that interaction, even though it's so silly and minuscule. Yeah. I honestly, one the night before at the intro, yes. I was nervous we weren't gonna make friends. Yeah, and my I don't want to say my guard was up in the slightest, but I feel like having that breakfast was so nice because I didn't get the opportunity to talk to the people night before. Yeah, so like I'm already my anxious like feelings towards this hike were slowly like, getting chipped away with the little conversations I was having mm-hmm. with each person around us. Yeah, that I was like, wow, like these people are so down to earth. They're so kind, and they were like as eager to get to know me as I was to them. And that Mm -hmm. was like a really nice feeling, you know? Cause it's like, we, all of us are going on this four day journey. It's not just this internal thing for me, but everyone has a purpose as to why they're doing it. Mm -hmm. And I will uncover some of these really cool stories that we discover throughout the four days. Like these 15 people are like going to forever be a part of like the best travel experience of my life. You know what I mean? So these people hold such a big piece of my heart, you know? So I'm just like, loving reliving this with you at this moment because yeah. it just continues to get better with these little interactions yeah that i just feel like again have a piece of my soul yeah but after breakfast actually we ended up getting back on the bus to actually start the hike like once we're done eating we all kind of gathered together and then all of a sudden our guide our main guide, I should say Yol. he started chit-chatting and telling us like all about like you know what to expect he was okay we're going to you know, this part of the hike, blah, 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 blah. And then midway of, like, genuinely like, telling our entire group, like, what to expect, he stops. He looks at Shannon and I and goes, are you guys twins? Like, just realizing this now. Like, we've been hanging out for, like, maybe two hours, three hours. And, like, yeah. he's just realized that Shannon and I were twins. Literally, I kid you not. Everyone on the bus started hysterical laughing, and they were like, you could hear like the murmurs being like, "I thought so," like you know, trying yeah. to like know that like they no one had asked us. By the way, like that Which, we we're to twins. be totally honest is a rarity. Like, yeah, like usually, we've never not gotten asked, but like genuinely, no one asked. So I assumed they knew. So when that roar of laughter followed that question, I realized I was like. I bet you, like, half, like, they must have been thinking, processing. processing it the whole time. I think about when you and I walked in on the first day. Do yeah. you, know you mean, like, that night before? And that silence? And I was like, maybe that's what the silence was. I was like, shit, they're twins. They're twins. Or, like, know? being like, are they? Are they not? Like, yeah. that's kind of, and it like. Just, it's kind of funny to think of their perspective of, like, my curiosity for them was as equal as to us, you yeah. know? And it was actually kind of endearing. It I was. was. Like, I was like, oh, yeah i am a twin like, yeah yes you are right you're not seeing wrong yeah and i will say the hats <laughs> like, i good. wore my safari hat like a jackass <laughs> i like, did not want I, to pack it yet i didn't want to pack this hat and it wasn't sunny <laughs> i felt so stupid wearing it to like breakfast and i kept asking you like is this stupid <laughs> So people. probably people? didn't even, like, realize what your face looked like. That's what I mean, yeah. I was covered, so it made sense why people, like, didn't... Took a really, minute. Took a minute, because I was kind of covered, you were kind of covered, and then, like, you know, I take the hat off, and, like, oh, God, like, you guys have the same face, you yeah. know? Which is so funny. Oh, my God. No, I know. I just, like, I... That was just, like, such a funny, I think, interaction, because, like, it made me, like, kind of Put my guard downside so to hear everyone kind of giggle about it, or just like have sort of a it similar. It broke the ice. That's for what me. I mean. It yeah, broke it, the ice. I felt like it broke a lot of people, like, you know, kind of being like, oh, they are twins and stuff like that, which is a nice sort of, you know feeling that we could be some sort of an icebreaker for people or you just, know? even for me anyway internally i felt like it was an icebreaker for me because the minute we started hiking and stuff like that it was like a really fun it always is and always will be which i always find such a blessing it is my favorite conversation starter which sounds yeah. really like i guess i don't mean to make it sound like narcissistic like it's about me but yeah. i find it so intriguing people's fascination with twins and yeah. the questions that follow up with that are always, like, the coolest, interesting, kind of sometimes depth of, yeah. like, questions because there's always someone in their life of, like, a family member, a friend, or, a you know, or a colleague that's, like, a twin and then they share their twin stories yeah. and then kind of leads to our twin yeah. stories. But it's just always really cool because everyone's always really usually kind yeah. about it. And I and... think that what's great about obviously being a twin and like being a conversation star, it's hard to walk up to people. But to be honest, it's an easy thing to ask us. You yeah. know what I mean? yeah, It's yeah. like, you know, it's kind of almost a matter of fact. And it's like, well, yeah, yeah, we are. <laughs> yeah. But I even think about like, you know, on that first day, like, you know, there was like different tiers of people. Like, yeah. like I said, we had 15 uh, people, like we have 15 people in our group, including us, you know, yeah. and that I, which we haven't highlighted yet. We have our main guide, Yol. And then we were two other guides, which was Victor and Aldir. But I do want to give kind of, like, a really cute first day shout out to Victor, only because it was really cute when we obviously got to get introduced to all the guides, Is we did not meet Victor and Aldir on the first day. Like, we met them on the trail. You know, yes. like, that was, like, our first interaction with them. And um, Victor, all of a sudden, we were, like, chit-chatting about something, and we kind of, like, super bonded. Like, I absolutely loved Victor. And then all of a sudden, he called Shannon and I, like, oh, my sisters. And at first I was like, wow, like that is so freaking friendly. Like we've elevated from friends to family. Yeah. Like, I was thinking to myself like, holy shit, that's so sweet. And then later we were talking about how, because what's really great about, I would say like this, the Inca Trail and what we did was that in, in uh, where we are in Peru, like I would say Spanish is obviously like a huge, you know, language there, but a lot of the people that we hiked with, which is the porters and our guides, they speak Cachuan. Yeah. Which um, is not Spanish. It's a total it's pretty much an Inca language. And so when we were learning about like certain phrases and things like that, our guide Yol was explaining to us that in Kachuan, you don't say like, oh, my friend, you say my brother, my sister. Like, that's how you address people that you really have fondness for or like you're like, I want to be close to you in that way. And that's when it clicked to him and he started talking to me. like, that makes sense why he kept calling us. Like, oh, my sisters. Like, yeah. he was doing it in the English way. That way he would – we would understand it. And I thought that was so freaking cute. And it made me be like, I love Victor so much more now knowing that that's why he called us that. You know? I feel like every – not even just Victor, but all the guys. Yes. Like, they made it such a point throughout the four days. And especially on the first day, in my yes. opinion. they really helped set the tone to, like, make us all feel like family, to yeah. be totally honest. Like, these group of strangers, I yeah. don't know, I'm going to be bonding with for the next four days. And, yeah. they and here just here's the set thing, the too. It doesn't, like, just because, like, I'll say this right now, like, a little spoiler alert, like, we freaking loved the people we went with. Every like, single Absolutely person. fucking loved every single person. But to be honest, it doesn't mean that that's like happens all the time, you know. Like, oh, that's a, spoil- that's, that, yeah, a spoiler. Yeah, spoiler. It's like that doesn't happen all the time. We were looking at other groups, and we, damn, had, the so group. we had the, the best, best group. We had the best group, like hands the down, best group, hands, hands down. down. So that's why, like, I felt really grateful that the the everyone that we were with, guides included, were just genuinely phenomenal yeah and like i was mentioning earlier though i mm-hmm. will say getting back onto the hiking thing, yes, yes i was talking about earlier about the tiers of like speeds i should yes, say of yeah. different people there was like a fast speed a medium pace and then there was like the slower pace mm-hmm. and on the first day just because of how like you know there was like crowds of people mm-hmm. chris and i ended up in the slower group actually yeah. which was taking photos, doing taking our thing. photos you know? i was getting my content in like yeah. i was having a really good time just trying to document everything yeah. as best as i can you know and I, I really want to absorb what i'm doing but also mm-hmm. like make sure i got the photos and uh, videos for the thing. Yeah. And honestly then. it gave, it obviously being slower too as well. Like kind of gives opportunity to chit chat with people. Yeah. Like that's actually again the same people we had breakfast with. Yeah. Ron, Aaron and Connie. We have to chit chat with them about like what brought you to like this hike yeah. and he was telling us about how he's always been fascinated by the Incan culture and during since his since second, second grade since second grade so this is like the conversations we're having so we're talking about this and he's telling us how like his second grade he's always wanted to go and they even went to Peru for their honeymoon but they didn't do Machu Picchu Yeah. so he was like they had pr- uh, his wife promised him like we'll do it yeah. so that's why we're, they were there they were yeah. doing the Machu Picchu hike and Connie is like a good friend of theirs which yes. is so sweet yeah. so like she ended up joining because she is she actually studied um anthropology yeah so she kind of knew about the history of, yeah it's like, like one of obviously yeah. the top things you'd probably learn like learn and so like they all had such a fascinating background but it was like really funny and cute because like you can tell ron is the enthusiastic hiker and like his wife who is clearly very supportive was joining him on this journey yes and i was honestly just so proud of the three of them oh so my god yeah like he was just one, he's fulfilling his dream. But two, it's just not physically easy. No. And like they're still they're doing it regardless of the like the, the hardship, challenges. the challenge that this is. And this is day one. Yeah, I haven't even gotten to day two, which is supposed to be the hardest day. Yeah, day one should be technically like one of the easier it's supposed to ease you into day two. Day two, which is the toughest day. So knowing of day. this, and even I'm having a bit of a struggle, you know, like yeah. I'm like doing this. It's really cool. But like it's not you know, it's It's just long, you yeah. know, it's very long. There's certain it, points you're where inclining. You're, you're inclining, exactly. So it's just, it's a challenge and you know that walking in, but getting to know their stories as to why they were doing what they're doing, it just makes you feel like grateful that you're a part of their journey too. Yeah. You know, it was really, really cool to hear about Ron and hearing his voice light up as he talked oh my about, God. like fulfilling this dream of his and then also sharing that dream with his wife and his really good, and like the their really good friend, good friends, yeah. Connie, who they, like, they were both freaking champs. Was really like so wonderful, and yeah. I, again, I'm grateful that he shared that with us. I and know. It was so it was a beautiful moment. But what's cool though, like as they were doing it, Kristen and I, you know, we're like, you know, we could definitely go a little faster. So we ended up like kind of going a little bit yes. faster than them after, you know, passing after them. we had this conversation. After then. we had this conversation, we're like passing them. But this is where it's a little dangerous, in my opinion. Yeah. Because like, granted, I think the thing that I was most anxious about yeah. is that like the realization. The really, realization yeah. as we're like departing from a group of people we know. Is that we're alone now? Like yeah. there is nobody around us, and I don't. Like, we see... had no guide, no porter, like no one to be like, hey, make, make a left, a left. <laughs> yeah, like make a left. And thank God, I will say this right now. There were parts of the trail that it it diverted, like it, like you know, you could go right or left, and like there was no sort of like you make this turn to, like, you know, go to your campsite or whatever it is. So yeah. we were kind of, like, there was that moment that we were genuinely, and I shit you not when I say we were by ourselves. Yeah, and it wasn't until, like, we waited maybe 10 minutes, and then we saw a green machine. That's what yes, the Porter's nicknames call are yeah, called. Yeah, the, the green, green machines. machines. We looked at him with, like, doughy eyes, and we're, like, um, uh, you know, like, like, pointing which way. Then he smiled, and yes. he was just, like, tap-tap to the like, left, like, left, like, to the yeah. left, to the left. And I was, like, thank you. Yeah, like, And so it's he... funny because, like, thank God he showed up because we were kind of standing there, like, for, a, for bit. a bit. And I was sitting here, like, yo, we don't see anyone close by. And, like, I felt lucky that the gray machine was there to, like, semi-direct us of, like, where we should go. But that also made me realize, like, oh, shit, yeah, we need to, like, make, make sure, to be, sure to be in a group. Because, yeah. first of all, to keep heads up, too, there are wild animals. Like, I want to also, like, preface this as well, like... They were, like, talking about – what was the animal? Pumas. Pumas and, like, all sort of their stuff. And I'm sitting here, like, yo, Shan, like, we could get mauled by a puma. Yeah. And no one would know. No. Like, it would be awful. So we were just really, like, cautious. Realized that like, Realizing that because we were taking photos, videos, and having a really good time doing it. But at the same time, I was like – my safety might be in jeopardy if i'm not like in it i didn't see anybody so no like, not upon, even close not even close at least for like two hours <laughs> it really was we were we were alone for two for hours day. on the first day and i was like shit like maybe we should have stayed with ron and connie <laughs> <laughs> and I was like oh crap but it also made me want to go faster because i was like i want to see somebody at this point yeah. I was like let's just let's book it so there was a point, but what was nice, though, is that regardless of being alone, there are lunch breaks. I want not say lunch breaks, but there is there are meeting little points. Stops. There's, There's little stops points. throughout the day. So, like, we do see, like, in a weird, funny way, civilization of, like, yeah. people and different groups also doing the Inca Trail, which was, again, a really nice, one, catching your breath. And two, having a regroup, because a lot of the time you're waiting for everyone else in the fast, medium, and slower group, you know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. it's kind of a moment to regroup, talk about what the next phase of the hike is, because... Or even just the Inca site that we may be at, if we're at that stop, you know what I mean? Which is really lovely. What was really cool about this whole four days is that we will be seeing, understanding the Incan history and culture. Because here's mm. the thing, fun fact, a lot of this is still being uncovered. Like, yeah. a lot of this is speculation, but at the same time, it's, like, really interesting how they're piecing this together. Mm-hmm. But it's also really cool that some of these sites we're seeing, not everyone in the... Like, there's people who will never see this. Yeah. And, never, and can If you just go to this, Machu Picchu, which I understand that, like, people just take, like, the bus and go see Machu Picchu and come amazing. back. It's amazing. It's amazing. I'm not saying that you shouldn't do that, but you're missing out on so many beautiful Incan sites and so much culture that is just unbelievable yeah. honestly so throughout the first day we're stopping at certain inca sites we're learning more about the history of Incan mm-hmm. culture but they want to make sure that you understand the accuracy of it because mm-hmm. we talked to y'all and you know the other tour guides and they giggle at some of the inaccuracies that are said in other groups like literally they even mention how national geographic gets it wrong. it wrong or they, the way crazy. that they reference things are very inaccurate which is like i always saw it as something of credibility now, yeah. now i don't think it's not at points but like it was so interesting to hear them sort of be like, that's not how you say it, or that that's not, like, accurate. And I was like, damn, okay. So not only are we doing this hike and getting these one amazing views, amazing conversation we're having the history lesson in person as we're looking at these things. yeah so it's like the best education this, really you could ever have the best my education opinion and also appreciation as to why the incas did this trail to machu picchu mm-hmm. which is huge so to give you some context of our day because granted i'm talking about the sites i'm talking about the views the conversations but like how long was the first day yeah do you know what i mean like that's like the biggest hurdle it's like around miles you know and it takes you about like six to seven Seven hours hours. depending on your pace yeah which is huge and this is something that they told us the first day which is kind of nerve-wracking but doing it and seeing it and other people experiencing it you're like oh shit like i can see how this happens so the thing about like or what they warned us about is saying that like if you can't make let's say the six to seven hour mark which they claim is the slowest you can go like they were like this is like The longest sort of time we're giving you, if you don't make that time, you either have to turn around and not continue, which is literally that means you are walking eight to nine miles back Back. to the starting line or you have to wake up earlier. And that means you are literally hiking in pitch blackness. But like to think about having to hike the trail that we did in darkness, no, absolutely not. Absolutely not. We Actually, it's funny. The first, this is the first time we actually used walking sticks. Mm-hmm. Highly recommend. <laughs> oh my god. Holy shit, that was worth it. Walking sticks. We didn't even talk about that, but walking sticks was a game. Yeah, changer. we rented that just to throw we it rent, out. There. We didn't You could rent a lot of different things. Yes. And I rented everything and everything was worth it. Worth every single freaking penny. Yeah. But I will say like that first day was challenging. Yeah. So thinking thought... that when we got back to, when we got to our campsite by the yes. end of the day because at this point like you're exhausted, you're thinking like, holy shit, that was such a long effing day. Knowing that tomorrow is even Supposed harder, to be harder is hard to imagine because yeah. it was difficult. I yeah. mean, I can't sugarcoat it. Like, But for me, it wasn't difficult where I was discouraged by it, where I was like, yeah. you know, screw this hike. I was just like, whew. Like, I don't know if I have a moment to recuperate for this. I just have to keep going. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, all right, good to know. So it's really cute. that end of the night, though, they do these things like, happy, happy hour. hour we call it happy hour no alcohol though but no, it no. is a happy hour it that's is. what i will say well excuse me like we mentioned the porters are carrying everything yes that includes the chef who carries his kitchen which Literally. is mind-blowing to me no, i just need to like shut out porters real quick porters holy crap the chef like julian was our chef yeah, julian was a shout chef. out to julian they are the true MVPs. 100%. The Porters are the MVPs, not mm-hmm. just the guides. The Porters, to me, were the most impressive things in the world. We mentioned earlier we have day packs we have our you know water we have our snacks mm. with that my back is aching and that's pathetic to me looking at what the porters, porters have doing. to hold the porters in my eyes i'm looking at it I'm like they're probably carrying like 50 pounds of something it could be more yeah it seems that way to me just looking at the massive bag they're holding that's probably triple their height do you know what I mean? yeah. which is insane and also realize that they're doing the same hike as us it's yeah. not like there's a shortcut to anything like yeah. there's no easy way up they have to climb up these mountains mm-hmm. these all these like uneven pa- unpaved roads yep. to get to the same place we are and guess what they're getting there faster and before us and of everything which is literally insane they're superheroes no no they're superhuman. that's why they call them because the green machines machines, because alpaca is like this bright green so it's it's not hard to miss yeah you'll see them up the mountain they're like they're the cutest little like because i'm i'm saying this far away yes i'll be doing the hike i see this little green man (laughs) i'm like miles in the distance being like how is he climbing that mountain with the stuff on his back it's so when we enter the campsite It's so comical that they're all like cheering, they're clapping and encouraging us, and I am so touched by it. But I'm also like, you did more. You know, like you did I should be clapping for you. you. Like you deserve the claps. You deserve the medal. You know, like you guys are amazing. I know. So during this happy hour, we're like all recapping the day. We're having it's animal cookies, popcorn, and and my fave, and like, you know, some tea. And this is the moment that I loved the most at the end. I mean, granted, at the end of the day, I don't mean it like I'm glad the hike is over. But it's the day, it's like the time of the the day that I, you know, get to know the different groups of people because yeah. granted the first day Chris and i were alone we were alone for the a good chunk of it we did talk to a lot of people not like that we, we didn't yes. we did get to a point in the hike which i'm you know just kind of recapping here is we went to we were in the slow group for a little bit and then we got to the, like the middle pace group yeah and then there was a point like you know towards the end i don't know if this is like a track runner thing like from my past but There's a point at the end of any race. Now that this is a race, but this is me just wanting to end this hike at this point. Being like, I need to get over this hurdle. I got to go faster and just get this over with. Yeah. So once we got past the middle group, I was just so ready to pass out, you know, that I would just like, all right, nice conversation. Got to go to my tent now. You know, like I am ready to go. But happy hour was such a nice recap since I get to sit down and have a conversation that we're not, like, huffing and puffing over, you know? Because yeah. I'm not in the middle of a hike trying to talk to people as we're, like, both struggling to yes. hike it, you know? But I will say that was the, my favorite part of the day because Joel would share stories of yeah. his past hikes. And there are two stories that he – well, three, but I'm going to mention two. Yes, My two favorite stories, he said, was his best customer. Yes. And the story where a customer falls in love with a porter. My favorite. My f- favorite story i'm such a sap for romance honestly this story could go on the hallmark channel (laughs) it was so good like and he was such a good storyteller i'm not gonna do it justice so the first story i'm gonna share the loved one yeah how a porter and a customer fell in love love. so on these hikes you know like there are like i mentioned like lunch spots and at the lunch spots you can you know buy gatorade you can buy some you know fruit or whatever you need you know know what I mean like you usually have to prepare for this so this one woman throughout the hike you know she would she would buy Gatorade and bananas yeah and she kept giving it to this one porter and Yol, in his perspective he's a tour guide and he's like thinking like that's so nice it's so sweet that this customer appreciates the porter's hard work yeah but he also is realizing like you know to this one person he's like she must think we all look alike (laughs) like that's his thought process on that that's his thought process he's just like that's so sweet but i don't know why she keeps picking him you know what i mean but like so throughout the three days she is isolating this one man with gifts of like food and drinks you know and she's just you know and like in his eyes just so grateful So, in the last day, which is really sweet because we also had this experience as well, you pick one person in the group and you pretty much have this speech of, you know, thanking the porters, of, like, gratitude of the porters, explaining, you know, thank you so much. Just just sharing your thanks for all the hard work that they do. Because this hike would not be possible without them. So, it's the last day of recognition. So, she, this woman... Had her hand up immediately. T- Could t- not t- wait to share her, <laughs> you know, appreciation for the, the porters. porters. She has this long-winded, you know, like speech. And Yoel is just cracking us up at this point. Cause he goes, she goes on and on, and I just, you know, decided to shorten it to a minute. Which is <laughs> <laughs> so cute. But at the end of the speech, she cries. And then runs to the to that specific porter and gives him a deep loving hug. You know? Yeah. Like she's just like so grateful. Overwhelmed. Overwhelmed with just gratitude for these porters in his eyes in this, you know. YOL. Yeah. YOL. In his business. He's like, Wow, she is just really loving this experience, you know? <laughs> so at the end of the trail, she goes, Yo, um, can you uh, can we get can we grab drinks and dinner together? He's like, Of course. Like, yeah. of course we can. So they go to this restaurant, they get dinner and drinks, and she goes, Yo, can you keep a secret? And he goes, I am a rock. <laughs> <laughs> I will keep your secret to the grave. Like, what is it? You know, he's like, of course I'll keep your secret. Yeah. What is it? And she goes, you know, ex- all of a sudden she kind of, in a roundabout way, it's just like, you know, I've fallen, fallen in, in love. love. And then all of a sudden, Yol gets, a- like, washes over with panic. And he goes, oh my God, she loves me. <laughs> <laughs> she has a crush on me. This is the dinner. She's confessing to me. Like, oh my yeah. God. So all of a sudden she's like, you know, I have someone I really like. And he like stops. her And he goes, is it me? And she goes, no, <laughs> it's not. And no. he goes, oh, uh, OK, <laughs> who is it? And she explains it's the porter Th- throughout the four days that she's been, you yeah. know, giving gifts to the Gatorade, the bananas. Yeah. You know, she's just like, I'm in love with him. Can-? Like, be honest with me. Do I have a chance? I know we don't speak the same language. Yes. Like, do I have a chance? So he's like, oh, because because the porters they live in the mount like they're like yeah. they're farmers like they like these they're kind of like freelancers you know yeah so it's not like he's in Cusco for long so he goes oh let me get you know him on the phone let me get yeah. me because the porters have a house and they got a phone connected to it so he yeah. calls the porter house he goes, hey meeting here you're gonna it. have dinner and drinks like do it and he's like great. So she looks at him, and he translates differently. He goes, he's excited. Don't worry. Like, we're going <laughs> to go on. But she's like, can you please come on this date with Look, us? Be a translator. So you can be the translator for us. So he's like, of course. So the next day, they go to, like, the fanciest restaurant, and they're chit-chatting, having a great time. They close out the restaurant. You yeah. know what I mean? So by the end of it, you know, he's kind of, I don't want to say third wheel in the date. But at this point, he's like, okay, I'm good. I'm like, okay, like, I have to get going. He's like, okay, what do you want to do? And she goes, well i have a hotel room <laughs> <laughs> like you know like yeah like let's I go thought. let's go so they had their passionate night and Yol was not present you yeah, was not present in their passionate <laughs> night he left and gave them the privacy that course, they needed to be, that their, clear. to be very clear that's you're right i did, uh, not, did not address this i did not media. address that i am sorry you says this story so much better than it's we so good so you know That happens. That's beautiful, you know? Yeah. Five years later. Yeah. Five years later, he's doing the Inca Trail or some type of trail again. Yeah. Because there's multiple trails in Machu Picchu. And all of a sudden, he is, um, you know, Yol is hiking it. And out of nowhere, this guide comes up to him and gives him a huge hug. And he goes, Yol, you changed my life. You changed my life. And he goes, who are you? (laughs) Who is this man? Like, I have no no recollection. Yeah. And he goes, you introduced me to my wife, yeah. like, five years ago. And all was, I th- was a porter. I was a porter. And you helped us get together. And he goes, oh, my God, you are the porter the, who, yeah. like that I set up with the customer. Yeah. And he goes, he's like, no way. And from what he told us, which is so fascinating and yeah. super and interesting. And maybe you could find maybe it. Maybe you could figure it out is uh, was a guide for this trail mm-hmm. because was it because he was do he was being a guide for a royal family from her country so here's the thing and he was y'all cannot say names or anything, but technically you can d- probably find it if you want to look for it. We did not, but she is technically a a royal from a different country yeah. and should they go on these Inca trails for the sort of like I guess like ceremony thing. And he was doing that for his family because he is now married to her. Yeah. So he was saying, like, you know, in lieu to this, he was just like, you know, like, so now we're like, she's royalty. He married into royalty. Like, it was like the wildest story. Wildest story changed ever. Changed his life. A part of me is like, need to submit this to Hallmark. Like, yeah. this is such a good story. We could not believe it. Like, everyone in the tent was just like mind blown about how good this was that we couldn't wait to hear. The next story, which was the best customer he's ever had. Yeah. And we jokingly were like, he's going to say yes. So now, day two, which is probably the most anticipated day because we all know this is the hardest day. This is going to be probably the worst in the sense of what we are going to experience hiking-wise. But on a positive note, once today is over, the next two are like... I am easy. good to go. You're good. It's not easy. It's just easier than yes. what we've done. So it's like getting over this hump. So for me, I'm not nervous. I'm just excited for today to be over. Yeah. you know what I mean? Where I'm like, Sean, you've got, because they tell you it's going to be like, uh, how many miles? Like ten, almost think, ten. Yeah, it's, it's like nine, similar. close to ten and this miles. Incline is Intense. insane. It's yeah. insane. One of the worst inclines we've definitely have done, and it'll be one of the longest days. It is the longest day. That's why we're like laughing. We're like, damn, this is gonna suck. But actually, something I want to even like say that we kind of alluded to it earlier. So with day one, obviously, you either have to make the certain time, or you turn around and you don't complete it, or you have to wake up earlier. Now here's the thing, Shannon and I. We made it on time. We're good. But our friends did not make it in time, which is Ron, Aaron, and Connie. They got very, very late and they pretty much had to make the decision of, do you want to turn around because day two is going to be re- a lot harder than today or you're going to keep going, but you have to wake up earlier. The fucking champs that they are, they woke up earlier. Yeah. And, I, and I remember Sean and I kind of actually woke up a little earlier that night because of what had uh, happened. Oh, we did. Did we like that, talk actually? about that? Can we rewind that? I story know, I actually? know. Jesus Christ. So. Night um, one. Night one. Why we didn't you Almost say that? died. I can't believe I we actually did not yeah. talk about it. So. This made me literally my heart drop. Yes. So we mentioned earlier there are wild animals. Like we were warned to this. We there were, were like, There this. are, you know, wild dogs. There, there's pumas. Like, there's a lot of things happening around us. And to be fair, we're protected by what a sheet of a tent. Like, like nothing's really stopping nothing's... anything from killing me. So like I knew that walking in, but like you don't want to think about it. So you're just like yeah. it is what it is. Yeah. Our first night. I knocked out because it was a long-ass long day. long day. So I was easy, believe it or not, to sleep in that yeah. tent. I was super comfortable in my head. In our matching in hats our- and gloves. Matching hats and gloves and all. We were just in perfect harmony. And all of a sudden, I'm sleeping. Then out of nowhere. Like straight up. I hear a rustle next to my tent like that. All of a sudden, I hear a growl. Like, like the most the guttural thing guttural I've ever heard. Yeah. Growl I've ever heard. And my first instinct was... There's a fucking puma next to my fucking face. I'm yeah. sorry for the cursing, but I'm about to die in my head right now. I'm literally like, this is where we. This die. is where I go. And we didn't talk to each other. Like this is this like is, this is this is telepathically. telepathically. No, literally this in is my telepathically. head. In my head, I also had woken up obviously because it obviously we're in the same tent. I heard it just as loudly, but I it was next to me. I will tell. You I don't that know. Right now. My friend, I will tell. you I that felt like now. that was close. No, no, no. It was it was right next to our tent, Kristen. Yeah. Like it was next to our tent, but I also need to preface this. Where the tents are, we're in, like, a line. Yeah. And there's a tent next to us, our t- like, at the edge. Do yeah. you know what I mean? So they're definitely, in my opinion, the first ones to go. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Like, I'm sorry. Our, actually, our tent mates, Nathan and Rachel, they're from the UK. Yes. And then on our other side is Brett. Yes, but it's like we're sandwiched between these two tents. But it's like definitely like you know Nate and Rachel are du- they're gone. Like if if anyone if, would- if anyone like if if I was an animal, I'd go to the corner first and then make my way down. to Yeah, the which Nail. would be next. Would be We'd next. be next though. But like we're there's nothing really protecting this wild beast from doing one swipe and I'm gone. You know. Yeah. So I'm hearing this guttural growl that honestly doesn't sound like anything i've ever heard in my life so like first instinct is what wild beast is outside of my tent yeah and it is surrounding our tent like where it's prey you know so yeah. i'm freaking out internally thinking is kristen up right now like is she up because i didn't want to acknowledge it because i didn't want to so make a noise i didn't want to make a noise and then have the beast be like my prey is awake you know what I mean? yeah. and Like let me pounce. so i was like oh shit so I'm just praying to God, you don't move because I'm now up. Do you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. please, please, please. That's burn. how I felt. In my I, head, I was like, "Shannons, do not move a muscle. Because I felt the don't exact move a same muscle. thing. Yeah. So all of a sudden, I hear this guttural sound and I'm like, oh my God. Then all of a sudden, it slowly like gets f- further away. Like it's making its round to all the other tens. And I'm yeah. like, thank God. Like it's not, a- it d- wasn't hungry. <laughs> like, you <laughs> know, like thank God. Then all of a sudden I hear nothing and it's like kind of, dis- like, you know, it dis- dissipated. just dis- dissipated. Then, at, like three minutes after that terror, someone next to us, which is our UK buddies next to us, not yeah. Brett, it's Rachel or Nathan, get out of the tent and just walk out. And I guess they had to go, like, whoever go it was, it had yeah. to go to the bathroom. And I'm like, that brave fucking soul. I pissed myself. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather, pee in, I rather my... pee in my sleeping bag than wonder, you know, I gotta go. After hearing that noise, I'm gonna like. <laughs> Brave Drisket, fucking humans. Brisket. I was like, damn, UK are built different. <laughs> like, shit, they are so brave. And so the next morning, as we're getting ready for day two on yeah, the we hike, a little everyone acknowledges. They're like, did Y'all you heard it. hear that wild beast last night? Yeah. And. To our, not surprise, because, you know, at the- We after, knew it was someone next to it us. Knew, it was new. We knew. Like, it ended up being Rachel, who got out of the tent. She confirmed it was two wild dogs who got into a fight. So, one of the dogs was just, I think, maybe injured. Puffin and Puffin. Puffin and Puffin. So, it was just a wild dog. But I have never in my life heard, heard dog a dog sound that like that. No, I've Like, heard I a dog swear, dog. like, that sounded like an animal I've never recognized. So, that's why, like, to me, like, in my head, I was like, what the, the hell, hell is that? that? And at first, I was like, well, I've never met a puma like yes. maybe it's a puma. puma like i literally did not recognize it was the most insane sound i've ever heard in my life in my life and it was crazy but i was glad to know that everyone had the same thought as us they were like we were like shitting ourselves in our, <laughs> in our sleep, habits. and we all heard the one person being like that pretty fucking soul <laughs> <laughs> yeah. to do that rachel she's rachel you so are a goddamn mvp that night she is a goddess i was like shit she's so brave I just could not stop laughing. Yeah. And then, but what's crazy, what Kristen was alluding to earlier yes. was, you know, Ron, Connie, and Erin, they had to wake up earlier because the MVPs that they are did not want to turn around. Yeah. And I don't blame them. Like, I would not was, want to turn around. Like I mentioned earlier, this was Ron's biggest dream. You know, I, I was honestly, they inspired me so much harder than anyone on that hike because I, agree. I was just like, I am having a challenging time and I. Don't know if I could do it. And I hate to put the ageism on them, yeah. but, like, I don't think I could do it past the age I'm doing it right now. Yeah. Like, seriously. I was impressed. Like, I was so impressed. But, like, there were people older than us doing it. Yeah. And that inspired me, being like, Shannon, like, the limitations that are you're setting on yourself are you setting yourself. Like, watch these incredibly strong amazing individuals do this watching them go earlier they would have had their headlamps on and then and went left, left. yes In and pitch darkness and victor i'm pretty sure accompanied them so yes it's like, obviously you can't do that alone but that's also the beauty of our guides like they were also huge mvps granted of course they had to guide us through this hike but like They were just nonstop working. Like, we we get to pass out and sleep. They got to clean up the tents. They have to, like, make sure everything's organized. Like, the four days, I don't even know how they sleep, to be totally honest. Because we're waking up crack ass at dawn, getting prepped for the next day. Because, regardless of having that prep the first day of being like, this is what you're doing every day. Our guide every day would still walk us through. Today is you're going to Dead Woman's Pass. You know what yeah. I mean? You were going to be going up to the tallest peak. We're going to go down, have lunch, you're going to go up another peak and then go down like yeah. and it is it's it's very overwhelming to process, you know? Yeah. So it's crazy, but they ended up going first before us. Yes. And so now today is where I feel like this the group, the tears really shown, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like what it was. So they had the faster group which was called Sex Llamas. Llamas. Sexy llamas. The entire trip. I would say the entire footage we were trying to find a team name. And I think ended up, we just ended up sticking with sexy llamas. But there was so many variations. variations but we're gonna just say the sexy llamas. And that included Brett, Yep. Nathan, mm-hmm. Carlos, and Arturo. Yeah. And I would actually say um Joel was also yeah, in there was the... also in there. But then there was like the middle tier, which was the Poco Pocos. Yes. I loved their energy. Oh my god. Which was Rachel um i would say jason uh, megan, megan uh raul, raul and nina, nina and they were just the funnest group of people kristen and i i'd say would be we were in between both groups yeah like we kept I, going th- back and forth like we would be i would say day two we actually were really closer to the faster, faster group yeah so I just felt like we have like i think we shouldn't even mention it on day one when something's so tough i kind of just want to get through it like I, yeah like, you know like the slower i go i feel like the more pain i'm in so like i felt like we kept up with the faster pace for the most part but, which was really lovely, and I'm definitely going to give a shout out, is that we actually kind of created, like Shannon mentioned, kind of a middle-ish group. Like, we were between the really fast group versus the, the, the... Mid, mid, Like, normal. No, I would say normal. Yeah. yeah normal I wouldn't say, base. like, they were, like, super slow, but they called themselves Poco Poco. Shout I out to I fucking them. love Poco Poco. Poco you crack Poco. They cracked me up every time. I loved it. Like, I loved it. I, I feel like them. every group had their own, like, each group had their own little charm about them. Like, you hear Brett and Nathan and all them cracking up. Oh, my God. Where Brett I felt like I was, like, tune. literally, like, pissing myself listening to Brett but we kept trying to make songs work with the word llama in it because yeah. our name was Sexy Llamas so they'd be like llama me up, here, here I go, go again, again mama. I think my favorite was the I'm a llama girl in, the <laughs> in llama, the llama world. world they honestly like Brett was the driving force of the song. I also liked Mr. Lama Lama. Lama. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna that Like they were so they were, he, he was so good at it. But like, you know what's awesome about the energy that Brett brought was just literally like when things were tough, like we were like genuinely laughing. Like I was, yeah. I could not ha- get a smile off my face that day. Like everyone was so amazing. Like yeah. Brett's energy was so needed, especially on day two. Like, yeah, I, I was so tired because like sometimes I couldn't even like really. I don't want to say I did not catch my breath, but I couldn't really talk that much. So I was appreciative that Brett was the, enter- he had to call him the entertainment, but he yeah. kind of was. Like yeah. in the- as the biggest compliment ever, like, yeah. I felt like he was the golden retriever energy I needed during yes. the hardest day specifically because his humor, his light throughout the hardships of going mm-hmm. through that hike got me through it and it made it. Honestly, like, actually, I was talking to, um, I think, Carlos about this, about the camaraderie of, like, groups of people and how, you know, singing tunes, doing things together, especially this difficult thing, is much easier in a group setting because it's, like, you have this sense of, you know, not being alone in it, you know? And I just loved how he really brought a specific energy that I feel like gave me the strength to keep going their pace, to be totally honest, because... I don't know if I did it alone. I would have gone as fast as I did. Yeah. We also kind of learned our lesson day one, like when we were by ourselves for yeah. so long. I was like Shannon, I am not gonna get stuck on Dead Woman Pass alone. Alone. Yeah. No, so no, no, I was no. very motivated to stay in one of the two groups. You know what I mean? Yeah. But we ended up kind of breaking off just a little bit, and that's when we really bonded with Joel. Yeah. Like I love that's him. I am our obsessive. boy from Brazil. I, I love you. Jo- Joel. Huge shout out to you. I felt like we bonded so hard, especially on day two. Especially day two, I felt like you got us through, like, just, like, kind of, like, knowing who you were a little bit, getting your background. Like, it was probably one of my favorite dates because I felt like we really got a lot of one-on-one times with people. Yeah, Which was, like, very special to me. Like, granted, day two was really hard, but I felt like we had a lot of moments with people that day. Yeah, we had little pockets of just really great conversations. I mean, but Joel, which was really cute about him, was all all three of us, I feel like we were the ones really documenting it the most. Like, we had our camera, our phones. So I feel like the three of us had a good pace in the sense, like, oh, I'm taking a photo. I didn't feel... I know this sounds kind of silly, but, like, I didn't want to take away anyone's moment by taking a video or photo or, like, being anyone's way. So it was nice that we had some moments where the three of us were on the same page of, like, I want to stop and take a photo. Because the faster group, they were just going through it. And, like, they were enjoying it in their own way, which was hiking it, which we were doing too. But I also took it another level of taking photos. And in their pace, I couldn't do that the whole time. So I would just slow down, do my own thing. But this is also my trail as well. But – I was so appreciative of Joel that, like, we weren't alone during it. Yeah. And we even had beautiful moments. Who also joined us on the mid of um, yes. little tier group was Carlos. Yeah. I loved him, and it was actually really sweet. Another huge shout out to him, but. He kind of confessed to us his perspective on the first day, yeah. And he told because to, he went with his buddy Arturo, yeah. And they're from Barcelona, yeah. And what was so cool about his perspective on it, which is so different from ours, which I thought was really endearing. Again, is how, yeah. he? We had little confession moments. Okay, yeah. I'm only gonna do one confession because some of the confessions were deep, you know. Yeah. And I, they're and for us. Stella. They're for us. For us, and not no one else. But his, his this one confession, I will say because I thought it was so cute was when we walked in. On yeah. that intro day, yeah. like, you know, before we all hiked, he was like, oh, no. He goes, I want to be their friend, and I want to understand the difference. To Artur I was like, I'm nervous to get to know yeah. them because I want to know the difference. And he made it such a point to do that, especially on day two. And it was so heartwarming that I felt that our curiosities for each other were matched so silently. And yeah. it was so beautiful that, like, we met each other halfway in that way during yeah. the trail i was like you have no idea how much i want to be friends with all of you guys and yeah. hearing even their conversations with like brett and nathan in our trail yeah. i was like i feel like i was like fangirling over them and i was yeah. like they're so cool <laughs> So, like yeah. they were really cool I was like man like they're so funny and yeah. even though I didn't contribute too much to those conversations yeah. I feel like I was really great I feel like even just being I was listener. an audience I yeah. feel like I was their audience in a way that I was as entertained and I felt like I was still a part of their conversation yes. even if I didn't contribute to their level of co- comedic you know yeah. moments but then when we slowed down and we were with Pocos Pocos, yeah, Pocos, Pocos. Like, Pocos Pocos I was like Pocos Pocos like I loved it because they were so welcoming I mean everyone was welcoming everyone is, I'm not yeah. saying that there was, it was not not clicky. It was no, no. Interesting, no, no. which I loved about it, regardless of the groups I am describing right it's now. It's only based on the pace, not because not it was, because it was yeah. like. It was, like, high school clicks. No, Not no. in the slightest. Yes. If anything, when our pace slowed down a little bit and we'd see, we'd hear Pocos Pocos in the background. Poco pocos. Poco. Poco are I said yeah. Pocos Pocos. I said it's poca, poca, Poco Poco. Poco Poco. But every time I'd hear them, I'd giggle. And I'd actually purposely slow down so I could, so I could, be, join. So I could join the conversation. And it was actually really cool. Jason, uh, which I think is so interesting, he... I, I apologize, but I know he works, like, with kind of, like, these really cool, like, his clients, I guess, are, like, yeah. Oreos, Skittles, like, all of my favorite things candies, as a kid, and candies. Yeah. And they'd have a stash in their backpack and would, like, graciously share it. Yeah. And I was so shameless. I was like, please give me all your Skittles. Yeah, it's like, Like, please give me an Oreo. Give me an Oreo. Give me the Skittles. That's not, like, you know, the number one trail snack, but it was my number one trail snack. They were true MVPs on their snack sharing. Yeah. But it was actually actually – Actually, thinking about a funny sharing, though. It was Nathan. Because he – Which I didn't realize he also has, like, a huge sweet tooth like us and had, like, the best – effing candy he was the candy shop we jokingly called him the candy shop because at one of the peaks that we were at like he had all the candy and which i felt so bad rachel she was in poco poco and he was in the sexy llama group So they didn't communicate, and we like had a lot of the candy. And then like when she was like, "Hey, do you have this?" He goes, "Oh shit!" Like like because he had given it to like uh the sexy llama group, you know what I mean? (laughs) And like for the rest of the trail, you could tell she's just like so about that candy, like kind of like joking about. Oh yeah, obviously it was so funny. She wasn't she wasn't actually no 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 no, no. but it was just like this really funny little banter like of like the candy shops, you know? Like it just cracked me up. Everyone was so gracious with sharing. Oh my god, yeah. Again, everyone was just so generous with their time with conversation with just like I, honestly everything. I just felt yeah. so at home with each individual we talked to. And like when we talked to Poco Poco, you yeah. know what I mean? And we were talking to each pockets of couples. So a lot of people went with different people. Yeah. Like, I would say the only solo person was Brett. Oh and Joel, technically. Oh yeah, Joel. Yeah. Um but they were like the only ones who like went individually if I'm like recalling. Yeah, that like correctly. it didn't like go with like either a friend or a spouse or someone yeah, of that someone. sort of nature. But um, it was really fun to get to know deeper because th- the one couple I really wanted to get to know, which is so, like, funny, and I'm, again, shout out, I'm telling you, I'm going to talk about everyone on this podcast, Raul and Nina. Yeah. I honestly kept hearing the funniest stories about yes. Nina's love for pasta and pizza. Like, yeah. Like, you know, I-, I heard this inside joke with Poco Poco, and I'm like, damn, like, they seem like a really cool couple, too. Yeah. You know? Like, they're from Austria. They're from Austria, and they ha- and they were just so interesting. Like, they yeah. just seemed really interesting to me. And it was so fun, again, to have those moments mm-hmm. where I finally got to, like, sit down and talk with her. And you got to talk to old for a little yeah. bit, which was so nice and vice versa. And it was just really fun to, like, be a part of both groups, to be totally honest. Mm-hmm. I felt like I loved our pace because we got to know – The fast group, the slow group, and the medium sized group. Yeah. Which is like, or like the normal pace, I guess you can call it. But I loved each pockets of people because Mm -hmm. I got every moment with them, especially on day two. And well, I will say on day two, for the most part, we were really with like Joel and Carlos for a lot of it. Yeah. But I will say they were not kidding when they said day two was the hardest because we were literally like rock climbing at some points because I just felt like that was the day where like, the, the, walking the walking sticks, sticks were, were clutch. Absolutely. Oh, my God. Like, it was probably was funny because, like, I would say it's probably one of my favorite days in the sense of visually, but holy crap. Amazing. Holy and it shit. Was, and it was hard. And I, again, shout out to the MVPs, which was Ron, Connie, and Aaron. Aaron. They literally, can I just say this? And I know if you guys are listening, I, and I told you guys this separately in person, but I really just want to highlight your tenacity for the past four days that like when we would have our lunch breaks, okay, like yeah. when we had these like little stop points, we had time to catch our berth because we, we were, were considered on the, the faster end, you know, we, we got there first, we had like an hour sometimes to chill, depends, yeah. depends or maybe 45 minutes to chill. Imagine doing a hike. That's already and, tough on that's you. That's already tough. Then going to your checkpoint and having a minute to relax because and then go because yeah. you were technically the slower group. They never took a freaking break. They could not take a freaking break. Yeah. And the fact that they got through day two, I was like, you did So it. proud. I was so, so proud. I was like, shit, they did it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I say this story and I keep emphasizing them particularly because I want anyone who's listening to realize that. It is all about the mental strength more than physical strength on this hike, in my Mm -hmm. eyes. It's like, this is a really daunting experience, but the willpower that Mm -hmm. every one of us had, not even just them, every single group had to get through day two was incredible. Yeah, Like, I just want to highlight that. It's like, physically, yeah, like, this is challenging. But as we were walking throughout the day, I saw people my grandmother's age doing it too. Yeah. You know, and which blew not, my mind. Which I was blew like, yo, my mind, every group. And I also really want to highlight too. every group was cheering each other on. Yeah, I think the camaraderie of not only our group, but other groups because we're was all beautiful. proud of everyone. We're all Absolutely. sitting there like, you know, when I would pass, like maybe I wouldn't I, I don't even call them a stranger, just someone else that was hiking the trail that wasn't in our group. And you could tell they're like maybe struggling at some points. We literally would all just be like, you got this, like, you know, congrats, like, you're close to whatever. Like, it was nice little motivating. And it was actually really cute because on day one, our um, guide, Yoel, he actually made a, a, a point. To teach us Kachuan so we could mm-hmm. speak to the porters when they pass us to cheer them on. Yes. So we'd like learn these phrases, and as they pass, we would say like the phrase. Yeah. And it was just like, and you could see the smile in their faces, yeah. which was amazing. It, it, and we would say it to like not just our green machine; we'd say it to other porters as well. You know what I mean? Because like just because you know they're not quote unquote our porters doesn't mean that what they're doing isn't amazing. Yeah, like they b- go by us and they go, and I'd be like, Alianchu. Yeah. I'm and like they and then they would say like, Aliam, Aliami, me. Which is like, you know, I don't know, but, and then also like, let's go was... um, uh, Haku. Yeah. Like yeah. Haku, let's go. Like and like Kuchu. and then Haku-chu. something yeah. like that. Something yeah. along those lines. I'm sure if y'all's listening, he's like, no. <laughs> but <laughs> that's, you guys already but that's the New York accent saying it. Yeah, I'm going to claim it's the New York I, accent. I, I, I'm going to claim it's my New York accent. But it was really beautiful that not only did he give us historical lessons, he gave us some lessons about how to communicate with the people around us, which was really useful. Which I always find it important. You yeah. Know? And actually, I want to also give a huge shout out to um, Alpaca Expeditions for the way they treat their porters. Being on the trek, I realized that like, you know, simple things is just like even just shoes on this hike. Like some of the porters, I swear to you, are wearing rubber sandals because a lot of other um, people that do these hikes, they don't treat their porters well. So I think it's like really huge. And I really am a big advocate on if you're doing this Inca Trail, please, 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 please please do your research on who you do it with. Obviously, we're going to advocate Alpac Expeditions because we did that research and we really love. The way that they treat their porters, because they really do treat their porters very, very well, and the porters are the are the true MVPs. Oh, a hundred! Like I want you to realize that these dreams that we are fulfilling. Are because the porters are able to give us the comforts that we need to be able to, do to finish it, it to finish this hike. Like if I had to carry all the things that they are carrying for me, this would be an impossible task for me. Like I don't I think I could do, do, it. do it. I do not think I could I do it. I couldn't carry that. I couldn't. I couldn't. I don't know how people could do it, but these people are the reason we can do what we do. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm going to keep emphasizing them as much as I can, and alpaca expeditions. Does an incredible job making sure that our four days are not only memorable, but educational and an experience not only good for us, but for the people working there, which I think is huge. So day one, day two, we have survived. So now the second story of the best customer ever during happy hour because happy hour is my favorite hour of the day Best story time Des. the best story time and if you don't get emotional over this you have no heart <laughs> so